Hi, friends. So this is the first podcast of this new episode. I'm totally bored. I'm. I don't have anything to do. That is why I'm making this on a request of a friend. Um, that this is just for me, just for fun. So I got some question being requested to answer. And the first question is, what is the difference between Catholic and Roman Catholic? This is a really actually it's it's a good question. A lot of people asked me this before, and the simple answer is no. They're actually the same thing. But if you really want to know what's the difference when you say Catholic, capitalized C, it would refer to you know the church being founded by Jesus on his apostle Peter, while Roman Catholic refers to the Catholic in the diocese of Rome and the diocese around the world. And usually, Roman Catholic is the more elite title when you're talking about, you know, a diocese or an, an office of authority of the Holy Sees. You would say Roman Catholic. You wouldn't just say Catholic. Um, but you know, in like school, if it's a private school, you would say Catholic high school. You you wouldn't really say Roman Catholic high school. That's kind of you wouldn't use that title for that. I hope that answers your question. The person that asked me. The second question is, what are the benefits of being a Catholic? Ooh, these are good questions. Well, personally, me, the benefits of being Catholic. You know, at the end of the day, you can look up and you can say. Oh, there is something that is bigger than me out there. That is just not you and I on this earth, walking around like tiny people. Like somewhere, there is something so much bigger than us. And in often time, when you're feeling, you know, down, something can really offer you that comfort. Something can really offer you a a belief that something will get better. Like even people that doesn't have a faith, they look, they hope. When things get desperate, they hope, and that hope, like us Catholic, that hope is our faith. So, really, the benefits of being a Catholic is that you know you at the end of the day you can look up and you say. You know, there is something bigger than you. That's something you can hope for, and not just you and I. I hope that makes sense. Good question, though. Ah, uh, the third question is: The Catholic Church bad? Why or why not? This is a very interesting question. Not a lot of people ask me this. But I'll give you this as an answer. The Catholic Church is good and bad. 
it is good because we promote a lot of things. We promote the faith. We promote the lifestyle that will benefit you for a lot of believers. Um, you know, we are the largest private um, charity organization on earth. Just because we do a lot of stuff around here. But the Catholic Church is also bad. Because of things such as... And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. Things such as, you know, bad reputation such as sexual abuse within the church. um, Money laundering or whatnot. There are things that people did that is just really, really bad. And, um, you know, but you really have to... you really have to take a look at it and say we're all human and it will happen if not to this person then to another person but you know if there's some bad things that goes on we are good but we are also bad and as the new generation of catholics by understanding what is bad is really important So I always emphasize when I talk to people, I say, I understand where you're coming from on this note. And I admit to you and I acknowledge that we're not all good. Very good question. Uh, There's another question. Why do Catholics deify, worship, and idolize Mary? I have heard that Mary is now known as the co-redeemtrix along with Jesus Redeemer. Is this true? And how is this substantiated by scriptures? This topic has been debated over a lot. And if you're Catholic geeks like me and you love things to read for your coffee break, Pope Francis has deemed that Mary is not co-redeemtrix along with Jesus. And in his explanation, he said, Mary is a mother. A mother that loves her son and by all want all glory to belong to him, to belong to her son, the one that she gave birth to that became the savior of the world. And from my personal belief, we don't really idolize Mary. We don't idolize anyone. We really look at these statues, these icons, these, you know, these these great paintings of Jesus and Mary. You go to a, a local Catholic church and you see Jesus hanging on the cross and it'll be like, I, I don't idolize him. I I venerate him. Going back to the last question, it's like I look up and I know there is something bigger than myself. Then it's just me standing in the church. You know, there is something going on. There is a higher power. And you really look forward to it as, you know, your hope, your joy sometimes to a lot of people. Um 
we don't idolize anything. I don't idolize anything. I looked up personally. Mary is my mama. But when I look to her, I look to comfort. I look to hope. I look to to ask what I desire. I look because she's been known not to deny anyone of anything. So I venerate her, and I I venerate her, her 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 face along with God. And I totally disagree with idolize, but again, that is just me. And if this is substantiated by the scriptures, you're gonna have to ask someone is in the divinity field for that. Um. Another question is, when will the Catholic Church die? Ooh, I have a lot of good question from a lot of people. The simple answer is, in our belief, the Church doesn't die. In our belief, God is the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. If you went to uh. An Easter vigil mass. When the Easter vigil candle is getting blessed, you will see the priest say, "You are the beginning, and the end, Alpha and Omega." God does not end for us. He he was the Messiah that came hundreds of years ago, and he is here with us until the end of time, until the end of our time. There is a lot. That suggests this, like even if you look at the Christmas wreath, the way that the wreath is round, suggests that God's kingdom is infinite. It it does not end from any ends. It keeps going forever and ever. And um, you know, I really like that face of just knowing it will be forever and ever. Because it really makes you think, oh, what's gonna happen if I die and stuff, you know? Not to get too morbid, but that's a very interesting topic that I think about usually. Anyways, I hope that offers my explanation. Um, here's another question: Why do Catholics pray to saints? I have been asked this before. It's It's an excellent question. Going back to the last question about Mary, the saints are a testimony to us that they have lived a simple life. Then you know the life of praising the name of Jesus to the point where they themselves get venerated to heaven to to be with God Himself. They are human like us, but they lived a life against evil. That at their death, their title, their name, is being raised to heaven, to something more than human themselves. Not to become a god. They don't become a god, but they became something as a holy person, a holy man and woman. And and we we pray to them because we believe. That one day we shall be saints, like them. We live that life to become a saint, 
and they are a living testimony for us to live every day. Granted by God, love Him enough so that we ourselves can be venerated as a person with holiness. I hope that answers the question for you. Oh, here's a good one: Is Pope Francis Catholic? First time anyone have asked me this. Yes, Pope Francis is Catholic. He is the Pope. He is head of the Church, head of the Catholic Church. So one would think that he is Catholic. Um, you know, he doesn't become a Pope straight away. He has to get ordained as a priest. He has to get ordained then as a bishop. From the bishop to become a cardinal, and then a cardinal from there, from two thousand thirteen, voted in conclave to become the pope, the supreme pontiff of the Catholic Church. So yes, he is a Catholic. The next question is, why did you join the Catholic Church? Um. Originally, I was baptized into the faith. When I was really young, but here's what you will find in most people is that they leave the faith once they're older because they realize that they're they don't necessarily believe or much intact with the Catholic faith, and you will see people leave the faith if they're not you know with sync sync with it anymore. But for me. Baptized, you know, I was baptized from a really young age. But growing up, I was already there at mass. I was, you know, with my mom in church, so I got a good grasp of what it is about, and I really look up to it. At the end of the day, as something bigger than me, and I remember, as a young kid. You know, when I'm in sticky situation, I would really look up and pray, and it offered me a great deal of comfort. So as I grow older, the faith became important to me, important to my life, as a reminder of how I should live, as a reminder that you know I'm 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 tiny. We're all tiny. If you think about it, we're tiny individual beings. That just live on this earth. What is it out there at the end? That's all, friend. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I'll see you another day for another interesting topic, not religious. Bye.